1: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff died back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.
3: Boxing with Chris Mannix is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. I bet on FanDuel as often and as comfortably as I possibly can. It is America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. There are fast payouts in as quick as two hours. So many bet types. Same game parlay bets, live betting, player props, futures, and so much more. If you are new... Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now. Sign up with the promo code BOXING so they know I sent you.
1: This is Boxing
2: with Chris Mannix. Oh, somebody punch him in the face.
3: Anthony Joshua is a composed and ferocious finisher. Watch this. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight
2: champion. Hosted by SI's Chris Mannix. That was my moment. Now, with interviews, analysis, and everything going on in the world of boxing,
3: when you have talent, you are given another chance. Here's Chris Mannix. All right, Eric Gomez is here, the president of Golden Boy Promotions. Ben, I would say a pretty good year for Golden Boy, Eric. How would you, let's start there, I guess. How would you characterize 2021
4: for Golden Boy? Considering what we're going through, you know, uh, uh, you know there's still some ret- restrictions because of the pandemic. Yes, you're right. I, I would say it was a good year. We made the most of it. Um, we had some very successful shows. Most of our guys won. So, you know, the, the emergence of Zurdo Ramirez now, he's a major player now uh, in the division, light, light heavyweight division. Uh, the emergence of Virgil, you know, getting up to that upper echelon uh, in his division. Uh, obviously Ryan, we had a little setback with Ryan. He wasn't able to fight. Um, so, Considering everything, yes, you know, we made the most of it. You were kind of, I mean, I, I've said this to people before,
3: you were kind of the tentpole for DAZN during the summertime. I mean, while Matchroom was doing more shows over in the UK, you were the ones putting on the you know pretty good shows. Ortiz against Hooker was a tremendous show. Jaime Mongia he gets back into the mix. Like you, you were able to
4: put on what I felt was pretty compelling content over the summer. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that we pride ourselves on making competitive fights. We, we, we do our best. We don't always achieve it, but we pride ourselves on making competitive fights. It's something that Oscar's instilled in us. Um, you know, I mean, you know Oscar's career. I mean, he, we follow him uh, by example. You know, he took on tough fights, and the truth is, is when you make those fights, when you make the good, compelling fights, the fights that are even fights, everybody wins. You know, even, even if you lose the fight, you know, and you're in a good competitive fight, you don't lose too much. Uh, JoJo Diaz,
3: I don't think he lost much losing to Devin Haney uh, earlier this month. Yes, I, I thought, yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. pe- people
4: don't walk away from that fight thinking, boy, I don't want to see JoJo Diaz fight again. No, you're exactly right. I mean, jo- JoJo gave a good account of himself. He was outmatched. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it happens. Yeah, hand speed or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he fought a better fighter that night. But, mm-hmm. look, you're right. You're absolutely right. A prime example is this kid, uh, Isaac Cruz, that everybody's talking about now. Mm-hmm. You know, he gave uh, Gervonta Davis... Life and death. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, you know, those are the type of fights that, that we pride ourselves and we try to make. We don't always achieve it, mm-hmm. but, you know, we, we make a good effort.
3: So, what would you say is kind of the state of Golden Boy going into 2022? This was the first full year you had as a company in a long time where Canelo Alvarez was not your marquee fighter. How would you assess where Golden Boy is as we head into next year?
4: You know what? We're, we're at a turning point. Um, we're at a point where all our top guys are either going to fight for a world title or they're going to fight meaningful fights. You know, Virgil's number one in the WBC. He's also number one in the WBO. He can go either way. We can go after Errol Spence. We can go after uh, Crawford. Um, Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia's going to come back now. You know, I think that he's a fighter two away from you know having a statement type fight. Um, you know, the same goes with Sudo Ramirez. I mean, the, this Saturday's fight. It's a, it's a final eliminator for the WBO. He wants to fight Bibol, So we're hoping to do that fight if it's possible. If not, you know, we'll go after some of the other champions. And then you have Munguia, also number one in WBO and also number one in WBC. So there's some options for him as well. I feel that we're at a, turn, we're at a turning point. And I think that it can be a very, very good year for us. Um... And that's what we're looking forward to. We're looking forward to that. We're working towards that. Was
3: there any, I guess, self-reflection, recalibration, whatever phrase or word you want to use about the company after Canelo left? I mean, what was kind of your sort of internal response to that, you know, pretty seismic happening?
4: There was a lot of reflection. A lot of reflection. I mean, you don't just lose a fighter like that. And it's painful. It's painful. Um... You start thinking positively, and you start thinking, "Look, we did all that work. We got him to where he's at. We developed him. We know how to do that." So you start feeling good, and and, and with what you have, and you deal with what you have, and you make the mess the best out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it, it certainly changes any organization, any sports you know company mm-hmm. or any sports uh, team when you lose your top guy. It, it's it's it hurts. You know, it hurts, and it's different. Mm-hmm. Look, look at the Bulls, <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Bulls. I mean, they're finally starting to come around again. Ever since they lost, you know, they lost Jordan and Pippen, mm-hmm. or other uh, top guys. So, so it happens and it goes. The in Golden waves. Boy Bulls, where you going? That's a, that's, yeah, what, we're, <laughs> that's exactly. what we're talking <laughs> about there. But yeah, but anyway, so so, you know, it's it's not an easy thing losing a guy like Anello, It's not, mm. um, but you do have the satisfaction that we did that, we built that. You know, we put in the, the, the time, the effort. We made the moves that we had to make to get him to in position. I'm very proud. I'm very, very proud of the, the moves we made. Mm-hmm. I mean, you re- if you really think about it, I mean, all those fights, they were they were tough to make. You know, the Cotto fights and, you know, the Chavez fights and, you know, the fights that he had
3: mm-hmm.
4: uh, the last few years with us. I mean, that was, we did that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it's too often in boxing and you could talk to any matchmaker or, you know, promoters, Too often in boxing it's always you know you're you're looking you get a show done and then you look you don't get to enjoy or to give yourself a pat in the back Mm COVID COVID helped you know having all that time off and reflection and everything it helped and you realize sometimes you know what hey you know what we did a good job we Mm -hmm. did a real good job so i'm and you build on it and you just keep building on that Did,
3: did you what did you think about internally as i mean from the outside you see kind of a feud with Canelo that leaves, ends with Canelo leaving. And then right around the same time, there were some public battles with Ryan Garcia there. When, when you're, as those things are happening on the outside, you, you kind of wonder, like, what's going on with Golden Boy and their top fighters? What are you thinking about and talking about on the inside? Is there any kind of reflection on that at all?
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it's, uh, it's nothing new. We have the experience. We know that um, it's just it's unfortunate in boxing that and it's not new by the way promoters new, bickering a, with fighters it, it happens. Not, you just happens. need to have, have it at the exact same it happens, time like it, it was. happens all the time and unfortunately in boxing when you do a, j- a good job when you do a real good job a great job with the fighter more often than not they tend to bite the hand that feeds them you see it with all the top promoters you know it happened with Aram you know he lost Oscar He lost Cotto. He lost Floyd. You know, so it happens in boxing. Um, But look, that's going to happen. I mean, these fighters, uh, that's their nature to fight. (laughs) People don't understand that. That's Mm. their nature to fight. So who are you? You're not special. I mean, they're going to fight with you eventually Mm. if you don't tell them yes. And unfortunately for promoters, you can't always say yes to them. You can't always say yes to them. Mm. And that's where that's where there's always a little bit of a problem, mm. you know, because they all of a sudden, because someone comes and tells them, you're worth so much, and they come and say, you know, I'm worth so much because so-and-so told me. That's not true. We have the figures. We have everything <laughs> here, you know. We're the ones that have to say no to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And that's when it becomes a little bit of a problem because their nature is to fight. Mm.
3: I know there's, as we record this, there's nothing official yet, but it sounds like you're trending towards... Uh, A new deal with the zone, continuing the relationship Mm -hmm. with the zone. It sounds like you're in a good place right now Mm -hmm. with the zone. Which, speaking as someone that's been sort of on the inside of it, it wasn't always the case Mm -hmm. over the last six weeks, six months, whatever it may be. How would you characterize the relationship with the zone at the moment?
4: It's very good. It's very good. Um, You know, there's there's a learning curve on both sides. Um, there's times where there's a difference of opinion. It happens in every business. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not always going to be smooth. Um, but they've been great. They've been great for us. Uh, and I like to believe that we've been great for them. We've delivered for them. Um, and Oscar's always told us, and, and, and I, I go back to Oscar because... It, he really does have a lot to do with it. Oscar's always told us, as long as we put on good fights, competitive fights, it's you know you build it, they'll come, they'll mm-hmm. come. And I think that it's nice to be recognized uh, for putting on good, competitive fights, good shows. And I think that the zone really saw the struggles we had this year, the little that we had, um, and and we made the most of it. And yeah, so it's good. The relationship's very, very good. And, you know, they, they have a business to run, too. You know, mm-hmm. they have to look out for themselves. And we have to look out for ourselves as well. Um, and you make it work. And you find a way to meet meet in the middle and, mm-hmm. and make, make it work.
3: I had Joe Markovsky on recently, and we talked a little bit about how DAZN intends to dip its toe into pay-per-view in 2022. Yes. As far as making fights goes, does that help you? Does that not make a difference? I mean, what does pay-per-view on DAZN mean for
4: Golden Boy? It, it works. It works because there's certain fighters, you know this, there's certain fighters that merit being on pay-per-view. Okay? Uh, not everybody. Pay-per-view is not for everyone, but prime example is Ryan Garcia. Jaime Munguia, potentially. Um, it's, it's great for them as well because it doesn't put the pressure on them when the fighters are demanding so much money. You know, like we talked about a little bit ago, you know, people come all of a sudden and they say you're worth so much with no, you know, no real looking into it, no, no real figures to look mm-hmm. at or data you know, to mm-hmm. review. So uh, a guy like Ryan Garcia, I think that he eventually will be a pay-per-view fighter. And it's part of the culture here. Mm-hmm. It's part of the culture here in the US. All the big fights are on pay-per-view. You look at the UFC, what they're doing, you know, so people, it's almost like a marketing tool in many ways as well, you know, because people know that if there's a pay per view, it's got to be a good fight. Mm-hmm. It's not always a good fight, but we know that. No, it's we know not. better. We know better. Well, especially now because yeah, the saturation has become ridiculous. It is. It is. But if it really merits it, it's good. And,. You know the thing with
3: well, no, the you're zone. right about that because I mean the conversations I've had around boxing with non-boxing people. Take Fury Wilder for example. Yes, like nobody complains about spending eighty dollars on that. Exactly. I've yet to meet a person that said, "Boy, that was a waste
4: of my money." Like they all said, "Money well spent." Exactly, that's what pay per view should be for. That's what it should be, and yeah. and you know, and there's certain fights that merit that, and there's certain fighters that merit that. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's a move in the right direction for them. Uh, I think it's going to be easier now. It's going to help us. It's mm-hmm. a, it's it's a tool to utilize. Uh, when a fighter gets a little too popular. Mm. You work side-by-side side with Oscar every day.
3: Um, how is he? Like, w- w- As far as his involvement when it comes to promotions, one of the things you see from promoters, whether it's Aram or Eddie Hearn or whoever, they're usually around during fight weeks, lingering around, doing a million interviews. Oscar is still probably the most visible guy in boxing. Most people know Oscar De La Hoya more than know any other fighter. But oftentimes, from what I've seen... He comes in on Saturdays of, of fight days. Mm-hmm. Like, do you talk to him about being more available for, for promotional purposes? How do,
4: how do you approach that that side of it? The thing, the thing about Oscar, like, he's very involved. Mm-hmm. He talks to us every day, every day. He's on my ass every day, <laughs> you know, checking on things, checking on fights. He comes up with fights. I mean, he's very he's, – he's on it. He's on it. The thing about Oscar is that he's also a celebrity, mm-hmm. you know, these other promoters, Aram, you got to come. I mean, Aram's incredible. I mean, shit. 90, know, 90 years 90, old. 90, 90 years old. He's incredible what he does and travel and at every show. And I mean, you got to commend that. You got to give credit where credit's due. Mm. Uh, but it's a little different. That's all he does. He's a promoter. Mm. Oscar has a lot on his plate. He has other businesses as well. You know, he's in real estate. He's a... TV personality he's but this uh, is probably the most important one so 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 it's a little harder for him to just concentrate on one thing because he has so much in his plate mm-hmm. you know but he is he is he is more committed mm-hmm. he's more committed and he understands the importance of being at our shows being at our, our you know our, our key fighters so being at these events mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to make all of them but when it counts you know he'll be
1: there That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Now, I'm supposed to talk here about what I remember and what I loved about my first car. And that's easy for me to do because I still have my first car. And as long as it keeps running, and so far so good, I intend to have that car Probably until the day I die. Uh, That's how much I love that car. It is like a child to me. Now, it does require some upkeep, and that's why I'm grateful for a place like eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me, once again, is the one and only Jeff Dye. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: All right, fight fans, throw your best haymaker with a risk-free first bet from FanDuel Sportsbook. Even if your fighter gets knocked out or tapped out, New customers get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code BOXING and you'll be able to bet on all the biggest boxing matches and UFC fights. FanDuel offers all your favorite bets. Choose from the money line to the method of victory to which round the fight will end and so much more. You can even parlay different fight bets together. The bigger your parlay, the bigger your potential payout becomes. My bet this coming weekend, Luis Ortiz against Charles Martin. Ortiz, the former title challenger, has only lost to Deontay Wilder. Charles Martin, he's fought pretty well since his knockout loss to Anthony Joshua. But I've got Ortiz picking up a late-round stoppage against Charles Martin. Late-round Luis Ortiz knockout FanDuel is America's number one sports book the app is just so easy to use and when you win you'll get paid in as little as just two hours to place your first bet risk-free just sign up with promo code boxing and make every fight night mean more with the FanDuel sportsbook app um, let, just let me run through a couple of your top guys real quick. Give me kind of a taste of what you're hoping to do with them okay. in 2022. Because most of these guys are should be available pretty early in 2022. Yeah. And let's start with Ryan Garcia, who yeah. last seen in January, the biggest win of his career. He knocks out Luke Campbell, has some of the personal problems, the mental health issues, then hurts his hand. Um, having texted a couple little bit with Ryan and seen his stuff on social media, he seems to be chomping at the bit. To come back. What yes. is the plan for Ryan Garcia in the first quarter of next year?
4: Comeback fight. Comeback fight. He's been out for over a year. Um, he actually wants to fight Isaac, Isaac Cruz.
3: Do you think that's a good idea for a guy with a broken hand? No. To no, I don't think I don't, I don't so. <laughs> the guy's think
4: so. got a head made out of steel. I, I don't think so. But there's something. That I've also learned that, you know, sometimes fighters see something that we don't. Mm. And for whatever reason, I mean, he's just chomping at the bit, like you said. Mm. And he wants to fight that guy. You know, i rather do a softer fight. Mm. So right now we're going and we're talking to him about potential opponents, but he'll be back either March or April mm. once he gets full clearance from his hand. But he's staying in shape. He's still running. He's doing certain little things here and there. Um, we've dealt with this with other fighters. You have to make sure that it's 100% because mm. if not, it's going to keep lingering. And it'll come back. So it, it's a delicate thing with the hand, but... Uh, from all the information that I've gathered from his team, he will be ready by March or April.
3: Do you feel like he's when you talk about the physical ailments? Do you feel like mentally he's in a better place than he was yes. back in April, May?
4: Yes, he is. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. He got the treatment that he needed. Um, I, he's he's in a better place. He really is. Just talking to him, he's matured now. You know, you see it in him. You feel it. Uh, he was over, he he was he was at our office like two weeks ago, and he came in and just to hear him talk, it's it's refreshing. It's different. It's not that young little kid that we first signed. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like he's a little more, bit more mature. You know, so I'm looking for a big year. You know, I think he's gonna have a big year. He has one comeback fight, and then he wants to take on everybody. What did you make as his promoter of Canelo's criticisms of him
3: last month, where he said he's got to take this more seriously?
4: I mean, look, I, everybody has their own opinion. That's Canelo's, Canelo's in the opinion. gym with him. For Canelo, 11 that, months, Canelo's yeah. been in the gym, so he knows Canelo's, what's going on in that gym. That's, that was Canelo's opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, he's entitled to his own opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I, I know one thing for sure. Whenever we have a fight with Ryan, I mean, he's, he's ready to go. I mean, you know, he's 100%. We're not at the gym with him every day, so we don't see. Maybe Canelo sees something that we don't. I don't know for sure. But I know for a fact that whenever we set a fight, and he signs a contract, he's in. He's ready to go. He makes weight, never had weight issues, um, and and he puts on a good performance. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're worried about, you know? If he signs a contract for a fight that he delivers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all the other stuff or whatever, but, you know, Canelo probably knows him a little more intimately than we do. But, I mean, he's always delivered for us. What do you see as a pay-per-view fight for Ryan Garcia in 2022? Uh, Javante Davis... Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Devin Haney. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if Haney won, you know, if yeah. Haney fought
3: just won all four titles, that's probably a pay-per-view. Yeah, around. of course, of course. probably if won
4: that, yeah, yeah. If you won that, but but I think look, I mean, obviously the Javante Davis fight would be big. Yeah, that, that's that's like you know that's the uh, that's the mark. How do you there. feel about the, you're involved in those discussions? Like yeah. I
3: know there were discussions last year, but everybody's talked a little bit. I don't know how serious they were, or how far they got, but like I. As a reporter, I can't get back on these hamster wheels of, like, oh, we're going to try to make the fight. Then we don't make the fight. Then we're try to, like, it's just, like, round and round we go. We do it with every, you know, two, every time we have two stars in the same weight class, it feels like we always do this. I mean, how, how realistic do you see Davis versus Garcia in 2022 being?
4: It can happen. Okay. You know what? I'm going to set the record straight. Okay. Okay? I spoke to Leonard Allaby, He reached out to me. He asked if we were interested in the fight. I said, yes, absolutely. Ryan, at the time, was already scheduled to fight. He was going to fight against uh, the kid that JoJo beat, uh, the Dominican kid. Uh, Fortuna. Fortuna. Javier Fortuna. He was already scheduled, so I told him, look, we already have a date. He's scheduled to fight, but we're open to the fight after that. Leonard said, "Okay, good. I understood, you know." And I told him that I said, "We already have a date for him. He's scheduled to fight, and he's going to fight Fortuna." The fight eventually didn't happen. He pulled out. But Leonard was supposed to come back to me with an offer, and he never did. So that's, you know, that that happened uh, earlier this year, I believe. It was earlier this year when he was April, fight for May-ish, yeah. when he Ryan right around there. there. Yeah. But we did have the conversation. He did reach out to me. He did ask me if there was interest, and I said, "Absolutely, there's interest." Ryan wants. He wants to do that fight, there's interest. So let's sit down and do it. So I think that it's possible. I think that we can make the fight happen. I think that if we sit down and have a fair conversation, we can do it. And the zone's willing to do it as well. The zone's willing to do it. They're willing to you know, we've had discussions with the zone and they've talked about you look, we're open to doing a collaboration with Showtime or whoever they choose. We're fine with that. So there's no reason for the fight not to happen. If it doesn't happen, it won't be because of us. Mm. All right. Virgil Ortiz, uh,
3: who, again, had a terrific year, established himself as a top guy with, with his wins over Hooker, then Kavalaskis, two kind of B-plus level guys in his division. What do you see for him in 2022? I guess beginning with who the hell is going to train him at this point. <laughs> uh,
4: I think they have that figured out already. They have that figured out, so it, it's going to be fine. Um I, st- I still think he's one or two fights away from being able to challenge an aerospence to being able to challenge a Crawford or whoever it is, mm-hmm. Ugas, whatever fight presents itself first. He's a fight or two away. Um, if you really look at Virgil, I mean, we've moved Virgil pretty quickly. His last three or four fights mm-hmm. have been really tough fights. So, you know, he, he's, he's one or two fights away. Mm. Um, but, I mean, every test we've put in front of him, he's passed I mean, I just, I, I love watching him, the progression in Virgil Ortiz And he's just gotten so much better mm. So, you know, I, I think that uh, he will have some sort of significant fight this year mm. This new year coming mm. up Jaime Munguia
3: um, I, I was on board with the idea of bringing Munguia along slowly at middleweight But he's had, what now, five fights at 160 pounds? It feels like 2022 is the year. I know you guys are chasing yes. Golovkin, but, I mean, who knows what happens mm-hmm. with, with Golovkin. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be against that fight, but if that doesn't materialize, I mean, is it time to throw him in with a Demetrius Andrade? Is it time to throw him in or try to make a fight with Jamal Charlo? Although, if those two guys don't fight, I'm going to lose my mind, but that's a different conversation altogether.
4: Yes. Uh, what, what are the plans for Munguia? He wants Golovkin. There's no secret. We're going to try to make every effort. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll make every effort to try to make that fight. And if it doesn't materialize, then, yes, we'll, we'll look at the other two guys. We'll look at Charlo. He's number one in, currently in the WBA, uh, WBC, and he's also number one in the WBO. We'll look Andrei at Andre.
3: Andre did make a good point where he's like, what do we talk about eliminators for? Like, I'll give you the fight right now. Like, yeah, stop, exactly. stop mentioning I'll fight for an eliminator. Nobody cares. Like, no, that's, no, that, we he's don't have to do that. Yeah, we don't have to do that.
4: We yeah. don't have to do that. Um and he did give a, a good op- account of himself Andre he did He put on his performance. best. performance yeah. He was aggressive Against the Golden He was Boy there fighters. and yeah, fighting was, yeah. uh, You know, look is ready for any of the top guys yeah. He's ready
3: I don't think Andre's unbeatable either Like, mm-hmm. you know, has gotten so much better In the last yes. few years His volume punching is there His yeah. chin is there To beat Munguia You've got to match that output
4: And that's tough to do That's really like, tough that's to do really You're absolutely do. right You're absolutely right And we're considering the Andre fight We've talked about it internally mm-hmm. Uh he loves the Charlo fight. You know, he would love to fight Charlo as well. So, you know, but for him, the dream, the idea for his brand, for him, for his career, is Golovkin. Mm-hmm. You can't pass that up. There's a built-in storyline there. Remember when, you know, of, course. When he, when of course. He couldn't get know? the fight in Nevada, and then now here he yeah. is. They're fighting finally. So, so we've had some preliminary talks, and we feel that we, feel we could get it done. We feel that the Golovkin fight could get done. It's totally on Golovkin whether he wants it or not, Mm. but we feel that it could get done.
3: Last guy in your stable that I want to ask about is someone I was impressed with recently, Alexis Rocha. Um, Really interesting guy at 147. I kind of was down on him after the loss to Rashidi Ellis, but he's bounced back with a couple of wins. He's
4: aggressive. He's powerful. Uh, What do you see when you look at Rocha? You know, it's funny um, because we talk about this a lot internally, but sometimes a loss does a fighter good Mm -hmm. it does and it's almost like he got refocused uh he's training a little harder Mm -hmm. he saw his mistakes he's letting his hands go a little bit more he's one of those kids look the sky's the limit you know Mm -hmm. he's gonna get his shot he's gonna get his shot sooner rather than later and it's almost like you know you you get to a point when a kid when you develop him where you just have to throw him in and it's sink or swim Mm -hmm. you know we talk about that a lot internally and he's at that point where we're just going to have to throw him in with one of the big names or whoever it is, mm-hmm. you know. But, I mean, the kid's good. I mean, I've I've seen him spar with Virgil, and he gives Virgil real good sparring. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's tough, and, you know, so he's not, you know, he's not afraid to face, you know, the big names. He's in there. He's a tough kid. You know, I think the development was a little slower for him, uh, but that lost him good. Mm-hmm. That losted him a lot, you know, a lot better, and he's, a, he's refocused, and he's uh, – He's grown, he's grown. So yeah, I mean, love that kid. He's a, he's a great kid. Maurice Hooker would be a good fight for him. Do you think? Believe it,
3: for it or that. not, I've heard a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. a bit.
4: Believe, believe it or not, we offered it to Hooker. Hooker wasn't ready yet. Yeah, we did offer it to him. That's a fight we're looking to do.
3: That's a very good fight for 2022 yes. if he can make that what happen. Last thing for you. Um, last few cycles, top rank has kind of taken the lead on going after a lot of the Olympians and. They've had some success with them. I mean, Teofimo Lopez became a star out of 2016. Shakur mm-hmm. Stevenson yeah. is a star. This past cycle, they went after and got all three of the U.S. Olympic team, and Keyshawn Davis looks like he's got some potential to be something big. What, what is your strategy on kind of replenishing the ranks? You've got, you know, top headlining guys right now in Ryan, Virgil, Jaime Magia. but the next generation, how do you approach kind of
4: adding You, know, you notice them? all those names you just mentioned. You know they weren't they were not Olympians.
3: Oh, your guys. Oh no, they were not Olympic. Correct. Yeah, they, yeah, were, yeah, yeah, they yeah. weren't. So, we but Jojo liked, was. I mean, you have yeah, Jojo got some was. Guys. Jojo
4: was. I mean, there's 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 certain guys that we look at and we go after. Not all Olympians always pan out, mm-hmm. um, but they are top. You know, they're they're you know some of the top fighters. I mean, if you look at all the champions, what eighty percent were Olympians or whatever. So, but you know, we really pride ourselves on looking for that diving in the rough. Um, there is a couple guys that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. That we're considering uh so we'll see we'll see if we can be able to make a deal or not but you know I, I, the, the thing with the olympians is that all the top promoters are after them mm-hmm. and it's almost like a race to uh to make a deal with them and and, and it just raises the the price mm-hmm. you know and that's where you know we, we pick and choose we mm-hmm. pick and choose what we want to do do you have as you
3: look at your current stable, like? The guys that are fighting on the untelevised undercards right now, Ooh.
4: is there one that you're mo- more excited about than another? As you look at kind of the yeah the younger yeah generation? you don't know, look I mean look like like you know the kid that's developed is Blair Cobb mm-hmm. you know he's exciting. But well, he's, he's in his thirties, though. At this he's, point, yeah, he's, he's, he's got a little bit of personality, this and that. But he's due for a big fight, you know. He's he's keeps ready. getting knocked down. Somebody, he's <laughs> he's a lot of fun, man. But Blair keeps getting knocked down. No, but uh, we have this we have this young kid right now that all of us are really high on. Uh, God damn, you got me. I forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. Lightweight, lefty, Mexican kid. That uh, he ended up stopped. He he stopped. Um, God, what's his name? I'm going crazy. Oh boy. Um, he stopped Hector Tanahara Oh, well,
3: Zepeda, of Cepeda. course Zepeda,
4: Zepeda Zepeda, my mind went blank No, Sorry I was just talking that. about somebody about Zepeda today Zepeda, yeah. we're really excited and high on him That kid is so good And, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's talented, he's got a good chin You know, the amount of punches he throws And mm-hmm. everything, I mean, you know, he's He's a kid that I'm excited about this year And I think that he could become a major player this year.
3: He's all pressure, yeah. all the time. Like he's yeah. one of those guys where if you're not in the best of shape and you got some punching power, he's gonna wear you down, man. He's like yeah. a better BF kind of at 135. You're absolutely right, yeah. and you know, and and
4: the, it makes it exciting fights. Yeah.
3: You don't want
4: to miss him because you know that he's going to throw all the punches. He's gonna make it exciting. I'm really high on him.
3: Down the line, not anytime soon, but down the line, uh, Zepeda and Jojo Diaz. That's a fun fight. Yes, those two guys straight
4: yeah, at the it. Line. Down like the line. Down the line. Like, JoJo's had some very tough fights. Mm-hmm. Um, he still has a lot of fight in him. Like you said, you know, he didn't lose, lose too much losing his last fight. You know, so we want to bring him back and, you know, get that confidence back in him. Because Do you think 135 is the right weight class for him? No, I think he's really a 130-pounder. I kind of agree. I think he's really a 130-pounder, and I feel that he can still make the weight. Mm-hmm. You know, but he had to take this opportunity. And you know what? He, he got paid. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you take chances and you get paid. So... Mm-hmm. He had to do what he had to do, you know, he felt. Um, but now it's time to take care of him a little bit and bring him back and, and then give him get him another opportunity because he still wants to fight Ryan Garcia. He's still willing to fight some of the other guys out there. Those are some good fights for him. I agree. Eric, appreciate your time, man. If, if you were a baseball team, you'd have, like, all the arms
3: fresh in the bullpen ready to go in 2022. So I know it's going to be a big year. <laughs> Hopefully get these guys in three times in Thank 2022. You. It should I be appreciate
4: fun. that. And, yeah, that, that's the plan. You know, we want to... We want to make a statement this year, and I think all these guys—you know—we've developed them the last couple of years, and this is the year now. This is the breakout year for them. I feel, I feel we're in a very good position.
3: Tell Oscar to stop fighting. We're we're good. (laughs) We're we're good. We're good. Good. Just promote. No more fighting. Yes,
4: exactly. Yes. Appreciate it, Chris. Thank you.